You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Excuse me for my slurpiness, ladies. Oh, that was um, an extra loud one. Yeah. I, did <laughs> I it couldn't just even for hear you, it. Honey. <laughs> I can do it again if you need, but. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're good. I feel stressed. Hold on. After 820 of them, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> The stress just melted away out of my life right there. It's <laughs> all it takes. Me and Tim ah, walk down the old pathway. Welcome back yeah, so to Wolvens. We are sitting here in Columbus. My wife is on one side of the table in her Zoom with her phone. I'm on the other side of the table with Zoom on my phone. Both of our earbuds are recording double, mm-hmm. and we're looking at you in St. Thomas and the only thing that I can think of is be not unequally yoked together. <laughs> Here we are in St. Thomas. We're sitting at our dining room table. We have two separate microphones, and we're sharing a iPhone earbuds um, between us. I have the right earbud stuck in my left ear. She has the... Left ear bud stuck in her left ear. So if I if I move at all, yeah. I drag him with me. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yeah, because it's not the where, cordless. Where thou That's goest, right. you two where, are wired together. We are. We are. Where thou goest, I go. <laughs> whether he wants, whether he wants to or not. When thou drinkest, I must go forward. That's right. Or you could just hang him high, Ruthie, with that. <laughs> <laughs> we um we're we're sitting here getting ready to start and we're all hooked up here and she leans over takes a drink out of her cup and pulls my earbud right out of my ear <laughs> i said honey honey you can't do that flinged me right in the face talk about stress in your life oh my goodness i'm biting my fingernails right now <laughs> people oh, ask people ask why don't you guys have the girls on it's way too complicated so being near me doesn't lessen your stress it increases your stress <laughs> and today's topic is <laughs> how to not have a divorce after talks. <laughs> you know i gotta say if it weren't for my spouse in the ministry the carrying the burdens of ministry and family and all that I can't imagine doing that without my wife. I'm so glad I got a good wife. Amen. Honey. Yeah. Amen. And if Amen. you don't if you don't have a good wife, I'd get another one. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> Great. Great advice, Al. And that Wonderful. is the that is the end of Tim Talks. <laughs> yeah, if Leah doesn't work, there's always Rachel. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> For the kids that are listening, I'm kidding. Just I'm kidding. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope Harrison never listens to this. <laughs> Takes everything so seriously. Oh, man. Oh, well, listen, Monday we talked about stress and what stress is and how to deal with stress. Let's talk today about specifically how you would help others, other ladies. We'll talk about maybe guys. How do you, how do you help ladies in their times of stress? 
other other than the the spiritual that we mentioned on Monday, we know that's number one. That's primo. But are there other things you can do? I can, I can think of some things you've done. Yeah, I I know I've had some ladies before because I think it's like we say everybody deals with it so differently, and it's not just a one talk and you're done kind of thing for a lot of people. Right. So I had some ladies. I had one lady that we text back and forth for three years every day. Every morning we would send each other a Bible verse. And that would give us something to meditate on through the day. And, you know, if either one of us knew that one of us was going through something particular, um, we'd try to find a verse related to that and send that to each other. Mm -hmm. And that was really helpful, just getting up in the morning and know you had that to look forward to. And this lady told me, she said, that really helped me through a lot of uh, tough days. So I think even just something little like that can make a difference to someone. Yeah, it can. I also think figuring out, if the problem is so big or the stressor, um, if they need extra counseling by the pastor too. I've, I've had to counsel ladies to see the pastor and I would sit with him. So to get an extra word. I mean, there's some people that really have really big problems and sometimes the authorities need involved. What I would do uh, sometimes if people had problems is I would show them a video of the Wolvens <laughs> and how go. they interact. And then they would say, I have no problems at all. I have no stress at all in my life. <laughs> my marriage is awesome. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I think spending time with people, uh, I've had a lot of coffee with some guys that would say, they use this term, I just need to natter. I just need to blow off some steam. I just need to talk to somebody. And uh, I would find that a lot of times that is a group of people that are in the post-children age living at home. They're, they're empty nesters. Um, there are a lot of people that when they don't have the kids to interact with or to bounce things off of, um, it's just a husband and wife. In that midlife, there are a lot of folks that carry a lot of burden, a lot of stress. And a lot of guys thinking, what am I going to do to retire? What am I going to do in retirement? Maybe they are retired and they're spending that time and uh, there's just some of those burdens that they have to bear. So I've spoken to a lot of those guys and sitting at a cup of coffee every few weeks or every few months and just going through that. Uh, the other thing I've done is I've done sports with guys. Um, we've either gone to a sporting event or uh, we've been involved in a sport. We used to have a, a ball hockey night for our church guys. And that was a great time of fellowship, and it was a great time for guys to kind of burn off some of that steam a little bit. Yeah, I think, like you said, different stages of life. I, I've tried to do that. Like if we have young moms in the church and, you know, they're kind of going through a tough time, just say, hey, let me take your kids and you just go out and walk around the mall and have a cup of coffee and have some time to yourself or go home and have a nap or, you know, kind of look for the stage of life they're at and something you can do that's particularly helpful yeah, at that stage great. of life for them. Yeah, my stage of life, a nap sounds really good. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> a nap and exactly. ice cream, again, apply to every stage of life. <laughs> I know sometimes I've met with ladies, and I recommend books depending on their difficulty. I'm a book reader. Mm -hmm. A lot of times whenever I meet with someone yeah, who are going through a real difficulty... I usually give them homework, and if they don't do the homework, I won't meet with them the next time because then it just sort of shows they're not serious about addressing the problem. They just want to gripe or complain. 
there is a need today for people to find relief from stress. And I don't know that people are necessarily coming to the pastor as much as they used to. I, I know a lot of people are seeking outside sources of help, either psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, it used to be called chat groups. I don't know what you call it today, you know, Facebook groups or something like that. I think people just Google yeah. everything now too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you guys find that? Do you find that there in the, in the city, in the States that people I think are doing they more look of that at or no? The world and what it offers. And I think they can get very confused with all that. Yeah, oftentimes I I find that I'm the last bastion of hope that they have. By the time serious problems come to me, they've gotten so far that it almost takes a miracle from God to correct it or to rejuvenate it, give it uh, give it new life again. But then of course we know God specializes in bringing dead things to life, so it always can be done, but it's usually so severe by the time I'm invited in. There's a few people that in our church that will try to take care of things early, but most people, by the time they have to talk to the pastor, it's it's like the last uh, item on their list. I'm not hearing so much from folks in independent <clears throat> churches, but I am hearing from a lot of Christianity wow. that they've turned to alcohol to, you know, just calm their nerves and, you know, it just, it just takes the edge off. There are a lot of people that are drinking wine and beer um, as, as a way to remove the stress of their life for, wow. you know, some period of time. Right. It is. You're inviting more very stress. Sad, very sad. When you do that. And then what happens when the edge gets a little bit more cutting, a little bit deeper? You're going to have to do a little bit more to take the edge off. What are some things that you um, have advised people to do, you know, again, other than some of the things that we would say are without question, uh, reading your Bible, praying, church, any other things? We talked about music a little bit. Any other things you can think of that you've had people do? I, I think if there's any way, and I know sometimes people can't afford it, but if there's any way you can go away, even for a few days, sometimes just a change of scenery, just being away from the norm and relaxing and uh, having that time to kind of set yourself aside. I think that can, can be really helpful. I have ladies people. work through a workbook with me. I'll find one that is pertaining to their problems and work through it with them. And we have homework and we come back and forth and and work through it. And that it, you get a lot of discussion with that. Daniel, consistent fellowship with other believers you had right. already talked about that but sometimes it helps people get through something you know like I may if I can't or if I don't think it's appropriate that I'm the one that's going to be doing the consistent fellowship I'll start it off and then sort of hand it off to somebody else you know hey brother can you sort of keep an eye on Brother Smith and maybe go for a coffee once a week? He just needs some fellowship. I'll leave it like that. And then if he wants to bear his heart to him, that's up to him. But just to sort of define good godly men 
that would be able to take somebody else under their wing and just fellowship? I've thought of three things that I had offered to guys. Number one, I said, let's do some hard work together. Let's split some firewood together. And that working that hard work and working physically and taking your mind off of what you're doing or the problems that you're facing uh, really helped. Uh, I told a guy one time, go out in the middle of the woods and just yell. Just, you know, let it out. Just say what you want to say and get it out all by yourself get that off your chest. And then I had a guy who came to me, mm. his brother had committed suicide and he found oh, his man. brother and it really, really messed him up and just really troublesome. And he said, I'm just so angry at my brother. And I said, you need to go to the graveyard. You need to go to his gravesite, and you need to talk to your brother and you need to tell him why you're upset and you need to, you need to bear your heart to him. I said, he's not, he's not going to hear you. Uh, but you can say what you want to say. And he did. And he said it was a great help to him just to be able to, you know, confront that thinking that his brother was there um, and uh, a great help there. So some other things. You guys think of anything else? Well, I'm going to say something that sounds really shallow after all that, but um, I think sometimes people just need mm-hmm. to go out and do something fun. Mm-hmm. I've said, we've said that a lot of times, especially to married couples, you know, you get caught up in the everyday and you're busy and you're working and you're paying your bills And you forget to just go out and enjoy each other and have fun. And I think that's a lot of times the case in life. You need to take some time just to go to do something that's enjoyable, it's fun, it's no stress involved in it, you know, go bowling, go mini golfing. I love mini golfing. But just uh, go do something that you're going to be able to take your mind off of things for a little bit and just really enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. and enjoy the company you're with. Well, I'm looking at the situations and I'm always sort of – wanting a plan of attack, the way that I look at most things is I have to discern which of these three things people want. Uh, Do they want to just deal with their feelings about the problem? Do they want to try Mm -hmm. to deal with the other Mm -hmm. people who are part of the problem? Because that's a little bit more difficult. Right. Or do they want to find God's solution to the problem, which is oftentimes more difficult? And so you, you're not going – hopefully they would want to find the solution, but a lot of times people aren't necessarily interested in finding the solution. They're wanting to feel better, and that will only help for a right. little bit, for a little while. Right. It does help, but it doesn't solve anything. Really good. That's really good. Yeah, that's excellent. I think too sometimes, and we've talked about that even, even in marriage, that sometimes too somebody mm-hmm. just wants somebody exactly. to listen. It's not even something that they need a huge, right. you know, huge counsel for or anything, but it's just like, oh, I just need to get this off my chest. And we can just be that listening ear that they need. And, you know, a lot of times once people get off their chest, they can go on and be fine. Right. Um, just they just friend. need somebody to listen to them. Yeah, sometimes you try to be transparent. <laughs> I remember years ago uh, counseling with somebody and they were having big arguments and they thought that Denise and I had never had an argument in our whole marriage. And I said, well, when I was younger, I got mad one time and punched a hole in the wall. And the guy left the church a week later. <laughs> I guess I wasn't <laughs> spiritual enough for him to stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not was he afraid he was next or what? <laughs> just lost it. He's lost his mind. He's blown up. 
Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever, under the stress of oh, ministry, goodness, blown yes. up with someone? I mean, wives yeah. included. When I was younger, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Now, saying that, yeah. I'll do this tomorrow. Or tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ruthie? Ruthie, you are you kidding me? The stress of what you're bearing. She's like a she's like queso. She would hug them. Well, <laughs> well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably just him. <laughs> I'm probably like nice to everybody. Else I only I need to blow up. up. Probably when people of say I shut a few and times when up. you had to. So, another story. <laughs> that sounds awful. We blow up differently, right? Like, yeah. like he uh, he blows up differently than I do. <laughs> I, I can think of times when you've been very straightforward and stern with people. Yeah, when I don't think of that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yes. She made a declarative <laughs> sentence. Oh, <laughs> our boys always knew when Dan's H on his forehead with his voice. veins were popping out that it was. It was ready to go. Yes, yes. And the jutting jaw. <laughs> yes. I've seen it. And the soccer coach comes out. The beast yes, I, I was talking to some of our teens, and I said, oh, you've never seen me get angry. And somebody popped up and who had seen me get angry and said, and once you do, you'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> We said one time when we were younger, we were married. I forget it was. He got really, he got really mad, and I said, um, "I said, oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go to one of those homes for abusive wives or something." And he said, "He said, oh yeah." He said, uh, "They'll they'll send them here to see what it's like." Or how do we say yeah. that? I said, "I said they send people over here to see what it's like to be abused. <laughs> those homeless shelters, Ooh, buddy." That's I've okay. We have a tiny news. No question. <laughs> I was going to say, when Dan goes off, yes. he gets right in that guy's Points belly button right and says, hey, button. you listen to me. I remember the first argument we got into after we were married almost 42 years ago. He is going to go there. And, I can't believe and, it. And Denise was saying something and me full of my importance and being the head of the home, I said, are you asking me or telling me? And she pointed her finger in my chest. She said, I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) As we drove down the bike lane. I love it. Anyway, yet another story. We had the same we had the same situation and Ruthie took the gun and pointed it right in my chest and said you pick one. You know, I think I think in some strange way it's helpful to people to know that other people experience the same kind right. of problems. There's something strangely comforting to say, "Oh, Okay, it's normal for couples to have an argument like this, or it's normal for couples to disagree like this. And I think that's why it's fellowship is good because you get together and you chat and you find out, oh, okay, we're all right, you know. And I think that's helpful to people just to have that in their lives. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. (laughs) I hate (laughs) 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 (la
I couldn't sleep the other night, and I did a Andy Griffith oh, that's marathon. Awesome. So <laughs> I need to write down all of Barney's quotes. <laughs> them, gir- them giraffes, they're selfish. <laughs> I love that one. There you go. Well, that's Wednesday. We'll wrap it up there and uh, look forward to Friday. So, um, I uh, Friday, I've got a, I got a, I got a tough question for Friday. I'm going to leave it. You'll have to tune in. Oh no! But uh, I'll put it to these guys. Oh, yeah, get ready. <laughs> Get ready, and uh, we'll uh, carry it on. So uh, thanks, guys, again for being here. Ladies, thank thanks you, for thank being you. with us. We always enjoy having you guys, and uh, we'll try to get you back on more often. We hear that all the time from other ladies. So, And if Tim Talks really gets big, we might each get our own um, <laughs> And not have to share yeah. in the wrong year. It's not it's not in the budget not in the budget this year so <laughs> I can't imagine if we uh, if we did the same thing you guys are doing we would hear ourselves like 8 oh, times. Oh wow. Yes. <laughs> I hear myself like 3 Crazy. times. Anyway. <laughs> I'm Al Stone. I'm in St. Thomas sitting next to a beautiful woman, my wife, and so glad she's with us today. Thank you. It was great to be with you again. And Denise Wolven from Columbus. Hearing myself three times, I'm doubly impressed on how smart I am. <laughs> Imagine if you could hear it on one and a half speed or two speed. Oh, man. <laughs> this is Tim Talks. We're glad you're with us today. Hey, come back Friday and finish out this week. I know you've got stress in your life or you've had to deal with people that have stress in our life. And we hope that maybe this week will be a little bit of a help to all who listen. This is the Tim Talks. Tune in again on Friday. Yes, we'll see you then, eh? We can handle any tough question you give. I'll just lie. <laughs> That's Tim Talks. Nothing That's great there. <laughs> You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.